Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Hi, and welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm Moshe Kasher. And I'm Natasha Legero. This is a first for us on this podcast. This is our first guest's. We are very excited about... Oh, wait, hold on. I don't know your last name, Kalila. You don't have to say... I'm going to go by Kalila, like Madonna. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> or, or she also has a street name, the, the Licks. Oh, God. Is, is that for real, your street name? No, in high school, I thought I was a Mexican gangster because I had a weird identity crisis because oh, cool. I came from the I was, Philippines. I was black. Okay, well, good. Yeah. You understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well... So, just call her so it was lit. That was your street name, it was Licks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, that we got Licks... <laughs> We got Licks and Bobby Lee in the building. No, we're very excited to have our first guests, uh, Kalila and Bobby Lee. Yeah. They are a couple. They also have a podcast, and we wanted to talk to them tonight and have them take some calls with us. For sure. But oh, wait, Licks, before we get into oh, the calls. Um, <laughs> I love it. I, I, so you used to think you were Mexican. Mm-hmm. Although you have more of an excuse. I did feel like people that were like a little bit brown like like could get down with... Uh, You're Filipino, but you wanted to be Mexican? Well, no. I think that... Um, I, there weren't a lot of Filipinos where I went to school. Where are you from? The Philippines. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there weren't a lot of Filipinos there? No. The it Philippines was... is much different than I expected. I thought they had a lot of Filipinos there. <laughs> no, she grew up in the Philippines. Let me. You're yeah. saying it wrong, babe. I didn't say <laughs> Yeah, you're completely saying it wrong. You're making a fool out of both of us. And let's say, she... Grew up in in the Philippines. And I, I came right? to the United States when then I was she, fifteen. When she was fifteen, she came to the United uh-huh. States of America. And where were you in the United States of America? Um, I went to uh, a really bad high school, and it was predominantly just black and Mexican. There were mm-hmm. maybe maybe three white guys. In what city? In the south of Pasadena, it's called Blair High School. It's it's a horrible school. Um, so I was I thought I was black, kind of, and when I was young, and um, I got hooked up this was in the early 90s i got hooked up romantically with a girl that thought she was mexican a white girl that thought she was mexican and they were like oh you guys be perfect for each other like you both are in the middle of a deep identity crisis and uh she and i started talking on the phone and we we went out for two weeks we never met we only would she lived in san francisco i lived in oakland we would talk on the phone and we would dedicate oldies to each other on the oldies station and then uh did you guys meet on like a one of those party like hotlines (laughs) and i wish no this was just through a uh a support group for uh, white people you, with identity crisis. How'd you know you both liked oldies? I, well, she was Mexican, so she was into oldies. And that's like a thing. It's a thing. A we, lot of yeah. them are We like that. oldies. Is yeah. that why they like yeah. Morrissey? I don't know why. I don't know. Wait, is Morrissey an oldie? No, no, but Morrissey loves the oldie. Like, like you're talking about like, like Morrissey won't watch movies before 1930. No, no, I'm talking about... <laughs> Really? Like Art like, Art, uh, hey, it's Art LeBeau, and Art we're LeBeau. sending this one out. This is Smokey Robinson's yep. blah, blah, blah. This one goes out to Licks over in South Pasadena. <laughs> 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 like the Manhattan Shining Star. That was what Art LeBeau would always play, like oh, yeah. every hour to the hour. Well, we're glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. And Moshe and I usually take this time to discuss our fight of the week, but oh. now we don't have to do that and get into an actual fight. So we would love to hear if you guys have had a fight this week, or if not, maybe you could go through your core issues. Well, yeah. they're, they're, well they're general themes, right? That, you know, it's we fight about the same kind of thing. That's a core issue. Right. Yeah. So the real issue of our problem is something that I don't think I'm really fully able to talk about. Okay. Got it. Because it's sexual based. Oh, erectile dysfunction. No, you told me about that before. <laughs> you hit me up on the DMs and were yeah. mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it's generally our fights derive from me and my, and the way I live my life and the way I live my life is so unhealthy and not good for somebody that's active and a part of nature, and she loves hikes and the beach and, and the whole thing. And Bobby, you're taking that on like it is. Your, it is your fault. It 100 is my fault because I don't like any of those things. Have you ever tried? You don't like it if you go to the beach. I bit. How many times have I floated in the lagoon in the Philippines? <laughs> a couple of times. When we go to the Philippines, I'll float the fuck in a lagoon, bro. <laughs> and check it out. Right. Tell them what I was doing in the Philippines. Laying on my back, mm-hmm. and I would feel completely asleep floating like he was like in a self-deprivation tank uh-huh yeah and we'd we'd lose him because he would just drift away with and the I current because i was <laughs> fully asleep my body is so fat that He'll i could just lay out. on my back and i and and completely float 
and I can fully fall asleep. So they were, she was with her family and they go, where's Bobby? And where was I? He was about maybe a quarter of a mile out into the ocean. <laughs> Is that for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully asleep. Had, wait, but that's not a deprivation tank. That's the that's ocean. That's the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> His ears are submerged, so he probably can't hear much. Right. So we're screaming like, hey, you're being taken by the current. Yeah. And he's just like a rip Did you have like half a tan when you got finally got out where only the front part of your oh, body yeah. was browner? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's cool. They were like, Oh, look at this. It's just another Filipino fellow. And then you turn around like, he's Korean. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But Bobby, what did that experience do to you? Did you love it? Well, no, I, I'll partake in situations like that, but she knows I'm only doing it for her. Okay. Well, and, and that's, I think, what it is, is that he constantly reminds me of what a sacrifice he's making. Mm. He's like, that he's be in my sweat box of exactly. a bedroom right now. Instead of this beautiful lagoon in the middle of nowhere. Mm. You know. I could I could be in a valley in Red Dead Redemption right, right. now, not wasting my time <laughs> wow. on the great outdoors. How far did you for play in that game? I finished it. Yeah. I finished it too. Oh yeah, but do I you mind it, it like you. when he plays um, um, video games? Well, Moshe has not played video games for a while, but when he was into this video game, he had all the internet in our house changed so that he could get <laughs> so that he could get internet back in his video game bedroom. And now I can't get internet in our main living area. I, I, wow. I do. I do. I play video games pretty responsibly, which is I play maybe three a year. But he gets right. very and into when it. I play. I really get into it, but it's got it takes a lot to grab me. The first that game is the first game where I literally felt like I was gonna cry. Yeah, because when Arthur Morgan he dies. Please stop. Wait, no, th let me just stop. Yeah, she doesn't me, want you to spoil the video game for our listeners. No, it's been out for a while. And <laughs> Wait, who's Arthur Morgan? He's the main guy that you play with. Oh my god! Right, and then he dies in the I'm game. Sorry, can, can you, you tell me what year were you born? <laughs> <laughs> So 1846. The, so, the, <laughs> so the main thing you guys fight about is that you're really healthy and Bobby, you like to sleep till four. And, and play Bobby video wants games. to like drag her into his unhealthy ways. She right. wants to drag him up to her edifying, you know, nature ways. And I think that probably the answer lies somewhere you guys try to meet in the middle. A little right. Bit. But he's, a little he's bit. I think that the middle for him is he doesn't know what a middle is. Right. right. He's like, fine, I'll 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 eat something at a beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very begrudgingly he'll join me in and he'll he'll always remind me of the sacrifices he's made. He moved yeah. that one time. Um but I think that more importantly, I just really worry about his health a lot. Right. And um that's one of the biggest fights we always have. Well, like, it's like, I, what was the yesterday, problem my, I had yesterday? Why is my shit black? And I'm like, look, you probably... <laughs> Dude, my shit... Wait, hold on. I just want to... I want to point out that you were like, there are some problems that are a little too embarrassing for me to mention. And then yeah. five minutes later, like, babe, what was the thing yesterday? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, had the, uh, I had the rock hard cakey black uh, devil shit. Is that... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's literally like... Um, it looked like Delroy Lindo's penis. I mean... It <laughs> Wait, so it's not diarrhea. It's just it's like... It's a solid piece of black But instead shit. of telling... I knew why it was black. Why, why is he it had, black? He had been downing um, Pepto-Bismol. Look, look, And because of the God. bismuth in it, it turned his stools dark. But I didn't want to tell him that. Instead, I wanted to scare him and say, you probably have some upper GI bleeding. Yeah. We should see a doctor. Because his she nurse... Saying that she, yeah, I she was, is. was. Okay. It's so funny. She's saying I may have internal bleeding. <laughs> In the upper hemisphere of my abdominal, what are you, abdominal well, well, area? You just, the upper lagoon of your <laughs> abdominal area. But Bobby, you just pulled out um, Pepto Bismol. Why do you need to carry that? What is your diet? Because my tongue, tongue like? hurts. But what are you eating? What are you eating oh, that you my, need to? What did I eat today? I ate. I, I get this thing called Grandma's Coffee Cake, and it's at <laughs> it's over at Gelson's, and it comes. Your mom loves it, and it you know she good. loves it's it, right? It's good. very good. It's gigantic coffee cake that grandma, because I never had a white grandma. You mean Gelson, Grandma Gelson? <laughs> yeah, whatever, Grandma Gelson, right. Wait, that's just like on a Tuesday, you'll just have a coffee cake? Well, the, he, I'll he buy the whole thing. Uh, don't you try to make it about your like lack of love when you were young. You know, I never had a grandma, so I do have to eat four grandma's coffee cakes a week. <laughs> well, I never had a one that was like English speaking and made cake. Uh-huh. Right? I had an old shriveled up, you know, yellow Yoda looking lady. <laughs> well, who was like my grandma. Cake? They make like maybe rice cakes uh -huh. maybe in Korea. Asians not... don't have good desserts. Uh -oh. oh, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my. What are you talking about? What's a good we have the best mochi? desserts. We mochi have... is great. Boba's great. Boba's Boba's good. Boba's not. You know, good. I, Natasha, I I don't think you're wrong because I Thank think you. that Koreans have they make good Western cakes. 
And but they have this right. one with and anything with like red bean on the inside, I guess, is good. Do you like a bean? You like a bean dessert? It doesn't yeah, compare I do. to like France though. No, I will All right. We'll give for that France. We'll give it to France. Yeah. You're right. France is out. We're not France, right? <laughs> And we're not. Um, who is good with? Um, I think the best, the best, best desserts: France, America, Italy. I think I think you can call Italy it a is day. great pastries too, yeah. as well. You're right. Kind of call it a day. See, right. uh, to be you fair, ate a coffee. to be fair to my people, the Jews, I wouldn't say nailed it on the dessert. Front. No, I actually, didn't really nail it on the food front. But you really. can get it at four in the morning, and that's why I like it. That is important. I can go to Cantor's at a bargain. At, four in the mor- at a bargain. At a bargain. You guys do the elephant ear thing. I like that. <laughs> those yeah. are good. Those are so. Good. But those are not Asian. I know they're not Natasha. <laughs> but if okay, you go see, to a bakery in Koreatown, I think you'd be pleased. I don't think so. No, you would. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you had coffee cake, and then what's like a typical dinner for you? Like a hot dog from Carney's what, or something? I'll, yeah, I'll go, hey, babe, you know, get me East Coast. What, what, when I say East Coast, what does it mean? Let me guess. Yeah. Me- meatballs? No. It's a specific restaurant that's fast foody. East Coast fast food. Yeah. So just think, just think it's sandwiches. Um... You want a meatball in the, sub in the from title Subway? of the in the title of this restaurant is East Coast. It's a state. What the Jersey what? Mike's? Oh, <laughs> wait! You're so, like an, you're like a successful comedian, and you crave Jersey Mike's for dinner. You know, you know that town. Yeah. No, honestly, that town you just had I, really hits me in the very wrong way. You like, know what, I Bobby? Like I, 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 I'm married to her, yeah, and yeah. I will say I'm on your side with the tone. Thing. And I'll tell you why, Natasha. Okay. The reason why is because, you know, they slice the meat there. <laughs> Jersey style. Right. Yeah. They bake the bread there every morning. Sure. That's what it says on the pamphlet. That's like how Grandma Gelson used to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your order at Jersey Mike's? I'll either get a number three, right, babe? Or a roast beef one or a sub. Anyway, I love it. And what do you say when no. he says... Well, if I don't get it for him, it's it's a he throws tantrums though. Well, it, this is funny to me your <laughs> dynamic because I'm sure people pointed this out before, but like Bobby's like ultimate man child, and you're like such an adult. It's like hilarious. She's like his 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 girlfriend, nurse, mother, grandma, <laughs> Gelson grandma. I do better in this role. Right. I don't. I don't like being doted upon. I don't she like. Hates it. Um, That's good. So I think that um, I think it works because. Well, he takes it a little too far. I like taking care of somebody, but not to the extent that I have to, you know. Oh, when he calls in, he goes, I got East Coast poo-poo now. Like can you help? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, she. I can sense at nights, like when we're sleeping, she'll wake up and look at me. And I can sense her going, why the fuck am I in this? No, is that true? Yeah, because I, I probably, she's probably not thinking that. But I feel so bad of the thing that she has to do that I just can't believe that she's not thinking that that uh, she got because she used to date professional soccer players from spain duds rugby players like professional rugby but players you like are, buff dudes you're a fascinating person you you're are very cute you're mm-hmm. extremely talented at what you do yeah you're you're up there man and you're fun you're like the rugby player of jersey mike's diners <laughs> and you're dynamic and i've never known you to have a long-term girlfriend so i'm really happy that you found someone who can flourish yeah. in this partnership. This is the longest I've ever been in any relationship. I Six think years. He's flourishing. I'm wilting a little. Wait. Bit. <laughs> well, you I, know what? I'm dying a slow death. <laughs> That's what happens when you're with a succubus. But wait. <laughs> what about you though? You there's no way you're perfect, although you com- in comparison you seem close. What do you what do you do that's wrong in this relationship? What's your what's your malfunction? Um, I think that um enabling. No, you can't yes. be about Bobby. <laughs> I think maybe I help too much. I, I mean, I'm. Sh- I have a lot of. Th- I, I might be. A- what do you tell Bobby? What are my character defects? He, he, I, He's know, too absorbed in himself. No, he no, 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 no. She does have them. I have them. She does have them. I, I see. Here's the thing. It's just basic. The way you look at the at life and how why we're here is the difference, right? For instance, when we go on a vacation. When you hear the word vacation, w- w- give me a word that you think of. Beach. Great. Luxury okay. hotel. That's what I think. Well, this is a simple solution. No, no, that's what Get I Get a luxury no. hotel on the beach. This is not difficult to I do. I know, but what she thinks of, I think of luxury hotel, not moving, great food, she not thinks moving. of like an expedition. Laura Croft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she thinks looks she's a like to- Laura Croft. She thinks she's a fucking tomb raider. Uh, sure. Let's sure. go to the jungle and hike. No, 
I, I already know your, their situation. What's it, what to talk? Well, first of all, one thing I found out from traveling is there's two types of vacation. Here there's a beach vacation that's just relaxation. You just chill. You drink if you want. You read books. You don't do anything. You're on a you're on a resort. And yeah. then there's a, a adventure vacation yeah. where you're like in the jungle or you go to Bangkok or whatever it is. You like want to like there's an itinerary. There's like three places to hit up every day. Oh, and then there's actually yeah. a third choice. There's the beached whale vacation, which is where you get into a lagoon and float out to a <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i think you need a mixture so yeah, it's right, like for right. every time like so you're gonna have to bend a little bit and go on like a fun adventure thing and then you end it maybe with two days on the beach where yeah. you like zone out and do nothing but here's why her way is it could cause me to die because we were in tulum and she goes I know a guy and, you know, we're going to swim in a free lagoon, right? <laughs> so I wake up, my brother's there, we're, you know, in our shorts and there's no, you just go into like a river, right? So, and we're with a, a you know, a, what are you, a guide, a, Mex a Mexican guide mm -hmm. and we're floating and then the guy turns to my brother and I, we're swimming and he goes, don't move. <laughs> When some when a guide says don't move, when a guide says no, don't move, it's so scary. He goes, look, and there was a boulder to my left, and there's a fucking crocodile. Sure, <laughs> he's in the water. Yeah, it's not, dude. I wouldn't is, like that either, Kalila. If it's I was your bullshit. boyfriend, are you into but, it at that point, or Kalila yeah, like awesome? It's it's perched on a like a no, on a no. mound right on top of it. But he said this is our resident crocodile, Pablo, or whatever. So I was like, <laughs> oh, they know each other. This crocodile's not going to hurt, you know, our guys. Maybe so it was we're part cool. of the experience. They yeah. named him Pablo. He has no idea his name is Pablo. <laughs> Some dude goes, yeah, that's Pablo, the man eating fucking alligator. Like, you call me Pablo? I call myself the Korean Cruncher. <laughs> Yeah, right? So we, now we have to... I got a selfie, by the way. Awesome. I, was, I did a selfie, right? And But also, I think I'm going to die. Sure. But it's those little elements where it could go wrong, and I could die or lose a limb. You I know? think the secret to your success is the country of Costa Rica. I think it's the perfect amalgam of the two things you guys like, luxury and adventure. Mm -hmm. and Stay at luxury hot springs place. Oh, man. I stayed at a resort in Costa Rica. It's on a volcano. You could die. But uh, actually, it's funny. In the literature, they're like... This has been an inactive volcano for 200 years, but it could become active at any moment. If it does, you will not survive. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like, the, but like, it's like um, a super resort. I mean, Arenal volcano? Maybe. Yes, yeah. that sounds right. And you, you're in, there's hot waterfalls that you get in. They're like hot tubs that, anyway, you guys should go. I represent the Costa Rican Tourism Board. I was in Hawaii with one of my girlfriends, sorry, babe, Christine. No worries. Ooh. She's not my girlfriend, you know. And um, <laughs> love of my life right here to my right. But um, <laughs> The love of my life Christine was, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. And there was a tsunami coming to Hawaii, right? So you hear these sirens, okay? You're scared shitless. And then they put a note underneath the, the door, right? You know how they do give you an, a bill sometimes at the, when you're staying at a hotel? And it's what to do in a tsunami situation and I go down to the lobby. No one's working. No one's there. <gasps> Everyone they, took oh off. No, they're all, they all Skyped in and they all go, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, I could have died there too. Well, there's death around every corner, but there's definite death if you're sedentary and don't eat well. I want you to be healthy, Bobby. And also, I think it's a, she's up for the challenge. She yeah. like doesn't want to date a boring soccer player. They don't make her laugh. Right. So she wants to be with you. you and like you and I have the same problem. That's true. He for always sure. calls us like Jack Spratt because like Moshe wants to go camping and mm -hmm. I want to stay at like the most expensive uh, hotel I can well, find. So we, we have like a thing that we do. I have an RV, you know. And we'll do these like RV trips through. through That's like, not my first choice right. to be traveling around in an RV. But we yep. do these RV trips where we'll go to campsite to campsite. And then like on the third day, we'll stay at a really nice hotel. We'll get to a city and stay at a really nice hotel for yeah. her. That's what she does. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I planned um, our last vacation accordingly. The greatest. Yeah. That was and the best he had... We went to the Philippines and she did the best. Two weeks, three days on some remote island. And then when I read that, I go, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm going to die. But then in between... We go to Crimson Hotel, which I Googled. It's a five-star hotel. And it's beautiful in the mornings. In, in, because we were in a bungalow, we, I, we get to have breakfast in an area on the second floor 
where only bungalow people eat, which is where the real. <laughs> and so we had other friends that they couldn't get up there. They had right? their own peasant buffet. So oh, I'd be down in the peasant buffet, and I'd go, "I'm going to go upstairs now, guys." <laughs> oh, that's amazing, right? And it's, it made me feel so good about myself, dude. When we were on our honeymoon, we were we went to the what the Saint Regis in Bora Bora, Ooh. and uh, it was super fancy. Too, I would say too fancy for there me. There was too many butlers. The bungalows in the water. Yeah, yeah, and there was one very funny thing like uh, about elitism where they were like so we do have this luau thing with a fire dancer and we rec <laughs> we definitely recommend it it's two hundred dollars everything was so insanely expensive there's a club sandwich that was ninety dollars i'm not joking no it was way. ninety dollars really? oh my god and they go it's a 250 dollars upcharge but you get to see it and blah 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 and uh and or you know you can always eat in our cafe if you don't want to do it and we're, and we're like oh it's our honeymoon let's do it pay 250 dollars. we're sitting there hula shit starts the cafe is in the it's connected to the restaurant it's in the same restaurant. Wow. And then the hula thing starts and the cafe people just, they just slide over and they have a better view of the hula thing than we do. This is and, the kind of thing that makes Moshe very and I'm angry. Like, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. You yeah. can't watch, you, you gotta go. Like You, you said that out loud? No, 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 of course Like an not. asshole? He was no, very agitated for throughout our like, whole dinner. Yeah. Oh, we could have we could have just stayed right there and watched the same damn hula. R right. But they the point is we don't all need to be the same. That's true. We should all like learn and grow from each other and maybe if Kalila focused a little bit more on maybe there's some sedentary things you guys could do together. Sounds like you guys are finding your groove. We have and you know um, she I've also said this out loud before that like I believe that Kalila reinvented my career really Aww. that's nice yeah i was dude i mean people would go what but like i was dead bobby you wide. always have a weird mm. view of yourself i know that i know no true. back then is admit to it, ba baby admit to it before these two get on my don't nose. call no, me baby no, bo bo <laughs> bobby's the king of coming off stage to a standing ovation and going like i don't know they're tight they're oh, tight they're, uh, they're not there. all right all right you're right i do that you got oh, sorry i gotta just <laughs> you're right that i do that okay but it's cute. It's like it's better you. than the opposite. But there are facts about my life that I need to tell you about, which is, you know, everybody's career is, it's like, you just, there's just waves. Right? Sure. You ride away for a while. Sometimes it's short. You know, I just got off of a wave because my show got canceled on ABC. Sorry. And, and you, it's okay. But, you know, two years, I rode a nice wave. It, it felt good. But I didn't catch a wave for like years literally when I met her. So when I met her, the reason why I went all the way to, she lived in Long Beach, I went out there is because I'm like, you know what, my life is gonna be different. I'm not gonna chase my career anymore because it's dead. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I wanna fall in love. Aww. Right, so then, you know, That's she, so by, when I met her, she was like, she would force me to go on auditions because mm. I refused to go out on them. And one time I, I said I was gonna go on on one and I never read it because I knew I was going to bail. So that morning she wakes me up. She goes, all right, I go, I'm sick. <laughs> I want East Coast. I want East Coast. And she goes, you're a fucking pussy. Get in the car. She, we drive to NBC, right? Uh -huh. And we're in the car and I'm literally going, I'm not, I don't know it. I don't know the sign. I have, you're going to make me look like a fool in there. You know what I mean? And she goes, I don't care. If you go in there and they kick you out, that's all I want you to go and try. We, I think we pulled over because I think we were we did. So, it we was such physical. a heated. It wasn't it got, quite physical, but it got physical, babe. And we okay. were arguing, screaming at each other in a, a, a park. Right. right. So then, what I said was, I go, I, I don't get these ever, and I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna read it off the page, and I'm gonna look like a fool. I love how you were like, watch, watch, watch this. Watch I'm gonna me bomb fail. so hard. I'm gonna bomb. I'm gonna humiliate myself. So I myself. go in, and it's you know you go in the lobby, and it's like. 80 dudes in there that you're all you know all of them sure they've all stolen roles from you right right yeah. and it's not just you know my the part that i was playing wasn't even for an asian guy it was for any comedian mm -hmm. so i saw eric griff and i just everyone there right and i i walked in i just go they go i didn't say hi i just go da, 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 and i say it off the page i put it put in my pocket i, I don't say goodbye <laughs> right i go into the car and I, I go i told you with tears well up in my eyes <laughs> I got it. That's beautiful. Is that your ABC show? No. It was um, a, it didn't air, but I did an NBC pilot called, what was it called? Problem, Problem Child. Child. It just didn't get picked up. You know, that's, that's, that's a beautiful story. And it makes me think like, you know, these waves, this is going to be corny. You guys ready? But these waves that you focus on in your life that you think are actually what your life is, these career waves, these success waves, you know, you think, 
you think like I'm riding this wave and this is my life. And then it of course eventually crests and lose energy and, mm. and, and it's gone and you go, my life is over. And when you find something like love or you find something like recovery or you find something like a, 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 a life, you realize like, oh, this is what the ocean is made of is mm. all this other stuff. The right. waves are just the movement on top of the ocean. But like yeah. my life is the sea. Well oh, put, man. Nisha. That was good. <laughs> let's take some calls. Let's take some calls. Let's see if we can dole some of this relationship. These, are these live, now. real calls? Yeah, we're about to do some calls okay, right now. Okay, cool. Exciting. Okay, we're about to talk to Elizabeth in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi, can I speak with Elizabeth, please? This is she. Hi, Elizabeth. It's Natasha Legero and Moshe Kasher, and we also have some guests, Bobby Lee and Kalila. It is, you guys. Hi. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Elizabeth. I'm so excited. I love <laughs> How are you? The enthusiasm. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Elizabeth, what's going on? What are you doing? Well, I am 30 years old, living in Washington, D.C., um, and... I have a question. Yeah, we got Should answers. Should I break up with my boyfriend? Oh, Should snap. I break up with my boyfriend? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why do you want to break up with him? <sighs> well, that's not good. We've been dating for like two and a half years, and basically, he is never in any sort of conflict. Um, he's very like cerebral, and I'm very emotional, and like what's worked is that we're so different and um but we literally have never fought <laughs> we've never had any kind of like conflict or anything um and it might be that like he just cares about certain things and doesn't care about other things and that's just how he is and maybe that doesn't work for us but this is an interesting he's also like a yeah he's genuinely good person and i really like love being around him but you know when you look into the future and you're 30 it's like I yeah. want somebody I can fight with until my old age. <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? I don't understand. This is a first for the, for our podcast where someone is upset because they don't have enough conflict in their life. Why do you want conflict? <laughs> um, because I want passion. Do you want? Do you equate conflict with passion? <sighs> Maybe. Sounds like you're kind of horny for somebody else. <laughs> There's a lot of like breaths. Yeah, Elizabeth, how's your sex life? Um, not good. <laughs> okay, so it's why? Not, why is it him? Is it you? You don't want somebody to Wait, beat you to up. Hear. You want somebody to beat the pussy up. Is that basically what's happening here? <laughs> um, he's never been good at keeping it up. Oh. Oh well. Wait, wait. He's never good at what? Keeping, keeping it, it up. up. Your problem. <laughs> I don't Bobby's have a problem like problem. that, friend. Bobby, Jesus, can my fuck. shit works. You know what I mean? I fuck good, bro. <laughs> I'm Obviously, look at his wife. So wait, I, I think I. So it's it. He's got a hard time just being sexual. Period. Is that he right, can't Elizabeth? Keep it up. No, no. Like physically keeping it up. Does he like, have an issue? Keeping, I don't know because. It, do you think he's his, gay? You think he has uh, his sexuality is correct? I mean, in terms of what he likes. No, <laughs> no. He doesn't. No. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um. So wait, I'm confused, Elizabeth. You, you have a sec. You've been with somebody for two and a half years, and I don't mean to roast you too hard here, but you've been with somebody for two and a half years. <laughs> he has a hard time keeping it up, but you don't know why. Have you never talked to him about it? Um, I've tried to, but he's. I mean, there's different ways of both of us being satisfied. Um, he can get there in a like. I guess a combination of ways of making it happen and I can get there in a combination of ways. But he's not um, like fucking you. No. I was a virgin when I met him. <laughs> no, I am a So I'm, she kind of thinks this is normal. Yeah, wait, but I'm I'm still I'm stuck on the last thing. I, I understand what oral sex is, but I don't understand why you've never asked your partner of two and a half years, like, how come we don't have in, intercourse? I mean we do. Kind of. Or for more than 12 seconds. What do you mean, kind of? What are you talking about? Does he have a penis? He stuffs it in, I guess. In it. <laughs> yes. He's, yes. Oh uh, he probably sticks all of it in. <laughs> With the penis and the nutsack and everything? <laughs> oh, yeah. Great question. <laughs> Bobby has a question, yeah. Elizabeth. Does yeah. he put the nutsack in as well? Yeah, everything in, huh? No. Stuffs it in. <laughs> hey, if you want some conflict, just grab his balls and stuff those in and see what he <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
all of the pubes, the whole thing. You know but, what I mean? But honestly, let me ask the two boys here. Would you guys like be? Da- I mean, like, what is he? What are you supposed to say? It's like he can't get it up. What? Well, I. It reminds me of a story, Elizabeth. Uh, a friend of mine was dating a girl, and they were newly dating, and he kind of liked her. And he, the next morning after he went out with her for the first time, he's like, "So that was a weird date." Um, basically, she has something wrong with her vagina where any penetration whatsoever is. Uh, super painful and she just can't do it and and has gone to specialists and won't ever be able to have sex ever but everything else is on the table and it was it became almost a party game of like the ultimate deal breaker question like you can never have sex but but you can have anything anything else and a person you were really into would you do it i it's you wait wait, let me me see so a woman's vagina Mm -hmm. right this woman when you st- when any penis goes in there, it's so painful. Mm-hmm. She couldn't have penetration. What about my, my penis? Is what, what about my penis? You should call no, her. I, I think don't this, know. This is an actual like condition. You think I'm... mine could hurt her? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so. My shit's cute. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a live action minion. It's it's like really cute. Wait, Elizabeth. Sorry, we we started ignoring <laughs> yeah. you. Um, I, is he horny? Yeah. So he's yeah. really horny, we, but when it comes yeah, to yeah, and we both like have a combination of like. Oh, oh my god! I didn't know I'd be talking about sex. I thought I'd be talking about emotions. Well, they're all connected. Um, I mean, it's deeply connected, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think basically, at a certain point, he has trouble c- keeping his erection. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. And so, it's do I say like, you need to go to a doctor and. Well, yes, absolutely. Unless, unless you you're not into him, because if the, you're not into him, then you can just like get out of this. That's true. You yeah. could get out. I mean, here's the secret to talking about erectile dysfunction from my extensive personal experience with it is, uh, first of all, the only thing to say in the moment is it's OK. I don't care. But that doesn't mean you can't have a conversation when you're not in the moment. Right. You can the next day say, hey, we've been together for two and a half years. <laughs> And we only do the stuff, stuff the banana trick. Like, can, <laughs> what's going on? I want to have sex with you. Can you go to, Kalila, you were saying, yeah, go to the doctor. Yeah. I mean, if it's something that can be fixed, why not get there immediately, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. if I'm a young man, I would want someone to encourage me and say, hey, you know what? These are, th- this is something available to you if you want to keep a heart on, if right. it's interfering with your sex life. Oh, so, you know, Kalila's very good about, and this is why I love her, is, is that, a lot of my relationships, I, I would have to say all of them, right? There are always things that were uncomfortable to talk about. So we just never talked about it because I'm not good at right. confrontation when it comes to stuff like that. But she's great at it. Like if we have a problem, she's very good at, you know, she'll look at me with teary eyes sometimes. And she goes, well, this is this situation and how come we're not dealing with, you know? And so that it, I love that so that I can try to act like i'm a part of the human race and that's intimacy it's intimate yeah when he does that she does that yeah and i'm gonna call i'm trying to be gentle with you but i'm gonna call bullshit on the fact that your boyfriend is the one that's passive in this relationship it sounds to me like you're also very passive and conflict avoidant because a person that's that isn't conflict avoidant wouldn't have avoided the most pressing literally pressing conversation for your entire relationship you you would have said to him at this point what's going on with our relationship why don't we have sex this isn't normal we do have sex he comes i come no no i know but we don't have intercourse <laughs> i get it i get it he's the pussy eating king of washington dc i know <laughs> but like but like if it, you know and also you were a virgin when you met him so you know maybe this relationship has run its course that's another thing if, if you're really feeling that then that's kind of a different thing you don't really have to put him on the spot i did ask him about it once but then i also thought about he that's the wow natasha's really nailed it um (laughs) um i asked him about it once and that's really what i like wrote in about was that these kind of conflicts he doesn't seem to think anything is enough of a problem to do anything about it um and all these other things i was thinking of are exactly like this right I think I can relate to that. He doesn't even seem to think they're a problem because ultimately he comes. Ultimately, I come. Like, yes, ultimately it's fine. And he's very, very, very happy. And <sighs> I, well, what about I, you? I get her now. I, I get you, Elizabeth. I think that I feel that oftentimes in my relationship, maybe not to the extent that you're feeling, but 
when when it comes to my emotions and when it comes to conflict, Bobby's someone who wants to sweep it under the rug, apologize, and then just call it a day. Whereas I still have a lot to unload. I want to unpack. I want to, you know, get to the nitty gritty of it. And he's already, he just doesn't want to even engage with me in that way. And I think that can yeah. become increasingly frustrating, especially when you have a lot on your chest, a lot on your mind. And you could be someone with, you know, even to have... A heated debate with Bobby is damn near impossible these days. Mm. He thinks it's an affront. He thinks mm-hmm. it's an attack to his, um, you know, being. Yeah. So, and then I've just sort of become, I've taken a back seat and said, okay, you know what? Like, I, I'll just maybe talk to somebody else about it, which is not healthy either. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Kalila. I'm sorry because I know, listen, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I get what you're saying all the time. <laughs> Everything that you say to me when you're real and you look at me in my eyes, I know what you're saying. It's the thing is, is that number one, I'm a slow learner. Number two, <laughs> growing up, my my parents were didn't speak English, right? They only spoke Korean. My brother and I don't speak Korean. Mm, wow. So I was never taught about expressing yourself or being real or upfront. Right? Everything was like hide everything underneath the rug. Right? Mm. Let's just move on without mm-hmm. dealing with it. And, you know, I've been in many rehabs in my life, not a lot of institutions. I'm a fucked up guy, you know, and I grew up, you know, I was, I've been molested and, you know, I mean, I, I sucked a couple of penises and, you know, I tried different things, you know. <laughs> you tried being molested and sucking a couple of penises. Yeah, I did. You tried it all. I tried everything. Yeah. Right. And, uh, What's so funny? Well, it's just the it's way just you. It's funny po- to say you try being molested. Like <laughs> you I clearly tried, tried the penises, but it's not like you wanted to be molested. But I, I did. I wanted. I tr- wanted to try it. And I didn't like it. You know what I mean? It's too aggressive. So, you, but you're on a well. Here's the difference, though, Elizabeth. It sounds like the difference between Bobby and your guy is that Bobby, as rudimentarily as he, and clearly you, it's your relationship. So you tell me if this is true. Bobby's trying. He's on a journey. And you feel like, Elizabeth, maybe your guy's not on a journey I'm with you. Journey. You are, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I'm on a journey. Is that is that true, Elizabeth? It feels like you want to grow. Yeah. Yeah, and your partner doesn't. He's, he's um, completely happy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you, am, and you're like, this isn't enough for me. Right. And so that is telling me that you need to yeah. move on. Yeah, and you know, we say this a lot on the podcast, but like, Elizabeth, you deserve to be with someone that you can communicate with you deserve to be with somebody that has sex with you in all of the different ways that people have sex you deserve to be happy and the fact that you called and your first question my first instinct was you called and said should i break up with my boyfriend my first instinct was nobody calls this podcast Mm -hmm. and says immediately should i break up with my boyfriend who doesn't already have the answer i think you know the answer yeah (laughs) thank you elizabeth let us know what happens really good be strong yeah good luck you deserve more and you know it thank you So, you know, yeah, I think I think we all feel like, yes, you should find somebody that can make you happy. Okay, bye. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck out there. Thanks. Oh, my <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cue the waterworks. Bye-bye. Well, we have one more, and uh, then we have to get through the... <laughs> I felt bad. I know. Oh, that was, was a hard one. I didn't want to get she off the phone. She needs to dump him. There's, I was going to there's never a good time to do a bad thing. That's the best advice. Because it's like, if you have to break up with someone, you just have yeah. to do it. There's never going to be a good time. Fuck. Can you put that in? There's never a bad time. Let me ask you something. Have you, because I've, I've seen you in relationships as well before Moshe. What? Did you? She's yes. been in all relationships before. Unbelievable. With like five of his <laughs> friends. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. But um, you're a comic. Obviously, you, we, we're going to. I've hooked, I've, Fuck I've, each other. Yeah, I've, I've, I've hooked up with a lot of comics. <laughs> sure. But the thing is, is that I feel like you're the one that breaks up with them. Uh-oh. That yeah, the power's always on your end. But what does that mean? That that doesn't... That's just like the past three relationships you've known of of me. Have you been broken up with a lot? No. <laughs> yeah. That's but what I'm saying. But also, I, I'm like... I bet Kalila hasn't either. I haven't been. We're very well, tolerant yeah. people. Like, when you're very tolerant... Have you been broken up with a lot? He's never even no. been cheated on. Nothing. Nothing. No, me neither. I've not been broken up with. But I wasn't in relationships. You know, Natasha is my first serious relationship. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it's so funny. When I found out that you guys were dating, it made sense to me, clear. But it wasn't something that I would have bet on. Uh. When I found out, I'm like, yes. But if you were to ask me before, 
Who do you think Mo should go out with? I wouldn't say Natasha. I have a Who question. Who would it have been? Oh, yeah. What? Annie Letterman. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody more wild. Yeah, something wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that concerning to you that he, because when I first met Bobby, he had only been in relationships that lasted like a year. Oh, and years. I was always in long-term relationships, like four or five years. <laughs> to so, me, a year would have been like an amazing feat. Yeah. Really? So oh, yeah. I was I was concerned that maybe he wasn't a stayer or somebody who could really, you know, um, see through things, see through like the ups and downs of a relationship. Were you concerned about that? Well, I think everything's individual, yeah. you know, because it's like I wouldn't say Bobby was that either, but you were able to draw it out of him. Yeah. So it's good. He tried to but bail were in you the concerned? first year. Is that right? Yeah, I think he tried to get out of um, a really petty fight and it turned into a whole breakup. And I was like, no, that's not how this works. We work oh, through this. I love that. I'll tell you yeah. something that I've probably never told you, Natasha, right now. This is a, this is a podcast exclusive. I, in the beginning, because I had a pathology around relationships, which is that even though I was working on it and I'd, been, I'd gone to therapy and I tried to get better, I would panic and I would be like, I got to get out of here. It'd be like a feeling of like, I couldn't even explain the panic. It was like, I got to get out of here now. Mm -hmm. And it felt like I always used to describe it as the executioner switch. Like somebody (laughs) flipped it and I had to go. Right. And in the beginning when I was dating Natasha, I took it very slowly with her because she was a peer and and a friend. And I didn't want to like, we didn't get sexual super quickly because I decided to like, I didn't want to go there. Anyway, whatever. In the beginning when I felt that wave of panic, hit and it it would hit i would say to myself this is your this is your pathology speaking this is your this is your this is not real and and then i would just stay the course until i got past that wave and then i ended up i ended up marrying the guy i have always liked you mosha he had a large really capacity. I've always liked you he Same had here? he had the capacity to to be able to have a relationship i guess yeah. so but most people who are used to being in relationships don't have the I maybe the panic that's like run. He has a panic. We broke up over IKEA dishes <laughs> <laughs> in our first year. Remember that? And it turned into this like gigantic thing. Yeah, and one time I was watching TV, and I have a spare room where the couch is, and the door was open in the spare room, but there was no furniture in there for some reason. Oh right, that's. And cool. I was watching the news or whatever, and I turn around, and she's in like workout gear in the middle of the room. Indian style sitting there looking at the mirror that's on the closet and I could tell she was get, trying to get out. Is that true? Were you? I, yeah, I probably You were trying was. to yeah, feel yeah. yourself was, until leaving? She was out. I could uh-huh. tell. I've, you know, I've never seen it before, but I, in my head, I'm like, I, I, my gut says she's out. I, I panicked too because I gave up nursing when I met Bobby because he was like, look, if you're not, you know, if you're not really that keen on it, you know, let's start something new. Let's really chase your dreams. And I'm like, wait a second. You're telling a Filipina that she doesn't need to be a nurse? Fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> like, yeah. You could work at the TSA. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, her sister is a nurse. My mom's mom, a nurse. everyone's in yeah. the medical oh, so field. He, so he blew some wind under your wings. He really, really your did. Your life is more exciting because of Bobby. Absolutely, and your 100%. life is like just more, higher more quality. More stable because, because I'd be dead, it. I think, without I'm not, I'm not kidding you. That's really beautiful. That's really amazing that you guys exactly were the drink that the other person needed. Yeah, I, I also think that, I mean, she might not believe this, but I believe that there is, and there's no scientific proof, right? It's more just cosmic, but... I believe that she was supposed to be in my life. I believe that this is feels right and that it's just a part of you know I mean my destiny or whatever. It might be probably I'm probably wrong about it, but that's what I feel <laughs> that romantic. like she No, that's beautiful. Yeah, that, that I, we're supposed to be here. Well, that's the Jack Spratt rhyme, right? Is Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean, and so between the two of them, they lick the platter clean. It's about like, <laughs> it's about wholeness and completeness. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's not just a. I mean, what's the point of a, of one of those rhymes? I mean, that's that's. I don't think it's a negative thing when people are opposites. It's like if they fit, they fit. And if, Elizabeth, he yeah. does not fit literally. Yeah, mm. even like my the tiger belly, she's like, let's do a podcast. Like, fuck no, it's not going to work. No one's going to care. She went to get the, the equipment. She went to Guitar Center by herself, bought all the equipment. And she goes, fine, I'm doing it by myself then. So she did a couple but on her own. Oh, wow. Just in just the room. Just to bait him in. I knew that eventually in. he would. Because he, he's amazing At your on house, podcasts. you're in the other room right. doing the podcast. Yeah, but so I would look in there and she'd just be with her little mic and her little, you know, with her headphone <laughs> trying to do it, right? And one day I just was like, oh, God, you got to help her. 
So we, I went in there, we did it, and then all of a sudden, it's a hit. It's a hit podcast. And not just a hit. Like everything in my life completely changed because, like, I could just see my, like, I would go to a gig on a weekend, and they'd say, "Yeah, Friday first show sold out. Saturday second show is really light. Sunday there's no one." You know, like some shows would be good. Now they're all good. That's awesome. Because of Tiger Belly, you know, and because of her, you know, she motivated me into it. You guys need to have a love child. We need to get one, I know. And then Bobby, you'll love him more than your brother. And And you know what? Um, Tiger Belly sounds really awesome. Thank you. Let's yeah, take some secrets. Really cool. okay, what's a secret like though? A cool Tell pod- me what the secret means. Sounds like a cool podcast. Look, look, look at how drug addicted. Oh, look at how <laughs> he's not even hearing the he's not even hearing the signal I'm this sending out. In one pocket. Yeah. You know what? You want nine vapes? Okay. okay now, I think which, I see the problem. Dude, but you know what my favorite oh my though God, is is that crazy. this brand right here. Kalila, by the way, he needs to. You need to tell him you can only carry one vape a day. I think that would be a deal breaker. Nine vapes in his pocket. That is not normal. What do you What do you want? A jewel, or do you want one of these other fancy ones? I don't care. Give her the fancy. One. Okay, this these are you can't recharge these. These last for a long time. I just want it for right now. Oh here, you have a strawberry. Okay, let's play some secrets while we vape. We're just gonna play the secrets and you guys can talk about so them. Okay, okay. guys, we have a secret hotline where our call our listeners call in and they leave their deepest, darkest oh, secrets like and that. we don't it's in the two holes there, yeah. Where the two holes are. Alright, let's play the first one. Hi, so I have a story that I haven't really told anyone, which is, uh, it's a shit story. There was one time when I was dropped, like a couple years ago, I dropped my boyfriend off at his apartment and then I went to drive home and I live like 15 minutes from where he used to live. And as I like dropped him off, I was like, oh no, I think I need to take a shit. And I was like, <laughs> as I was driving home, I was just like, wedding and I was like I know the feeling because I ended up having to take a shit so bad towards the end of my drive home and like right as I turned in front of my house I was like wearing tights and a dress and I just like diarrhea like all over <laughs> my tights and my dress and my car and I tried to like pretend like it didn't happen and I snuck away into my house and I like went straight to the shower, but I there were like little shit drops <laughs> oh. that went through my house. And one of my roommates like, write that down. Was, like, oh, that's my new band. You know what's on the floor? And I was shit like, drops? oh, I don't know, but I'll like mop the floor. <laughs> and I just shit it everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! I don't have health insurance, but it's probably IVF. <laughs> That's like a Wait, Thursday but- for me. I mean, yeah, I think that's your deepest, darkest secret. You're doing secret. good, and he wasn't even there. I know. Uh, you're doing I good. Mean, how many times good. have I shit in myself? How many times have I had to clean it up? You bastard. A lot. Jesus. How nice to be married to it or have a girlfriend who's a nurse. Do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Natasha and I have been together how long? Seven years. We've never farted in front of each other, to this day. Why? It's just like not what most we're into. doesn't know that I've heard him. Yeah, but yeah, have you, wait, really? wait, Natasha. If you have to fart around Moshe, what do you do? I don't fart. You, yeah, you do fart. That's ridiculous. What do you do when you have to fart? I don't know. I just I, I know couples who like shit in front of each other. Mm-mm. You think you guys don't? Okay, no. good. I don't fart in front of him. I don't do any. Yeah, of that. we're ladies. Yeah. What do you want from us? Me too, though. I'm a lady. You I are. keep it in. We do. Yeah. You know, I I was in the relationship where we thought we could be that super cool couple. We were shit in front of each other, and that got old really quickly. And I couldn't look at his face and associate him with sex at all. Yeah, I, think, I don't think it's a good thing. It, it, yeah. All right, let's take another secret. Hi, uh, I'm a big fan, and um, I have a few things I want to get off my chest. Uh, <laughs> Um, when I was in seventh grade, I stole a bunch of bars of my mom's Xanax and like drank a lot. And then I tried to burn down my neighbor's carriage house with like gasoline from my dad's tractor. Pause. Just the juxtaposition between here's a story I've never told anyone. I once didn't make it to the toilet. And this guy's like, I murdered my father. <laughs> I keep playing. Because I thought that was like a good idea, I guess. He burned um, down a carriage house. It didn't house? work, but um, it did burn down years later and it was covered in gasoline. Um, hmm. one time I peed in the graveyard where my grandma is buried. I'm not proud of that, but <laughs> I had to go. 
Um, he peed on his grandma's grave. Yeah. Once Americanly <laughs> smuggled drugs through a bunch of you know airports and countries by accident. I thought I didn't have them in my bag anymore. Um, this guy's purging. Oh yeah, and um, one time when I was living in Spain, I um, stole something from a tomb. Um, don't know how to give that back. Uh, I feel bad about it. But um, literally, you know. Laura Croft. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right, he oh, got, thank he got you. Every... Do you think some people are just bad people? I mean, I love that he was like, what else? What else? Oh, yeah, I desecrated my grandmother's grave and I stole from a tomb. Yeah, but bad people don't know that those are bad, so they would never say it. Where he, I don't think he's a bad guy. He just, I think he's a good guy and he does bad things. And when that's he's why drunk. he's so aware of it. Right. Oh, that's true. Right. right. Someone who's really bad wouldn't be they like. Wouldn't, they wouldn't use those as, is, as, as a problem where they think, oh, that's what I do. What know? else we got? We don't comment on any of these? Yeah, comment. What do you got? I, just I wanna... don't have one, but I'm oh. just saying. You, <laughs> you guys know, don't have free. any either? You know, my great uncle was the original Tomb Raider. It is not a joke. What does that mean? What does that mean? He was, um, he would go into these um, sites and, you know, steal certain things. But he was like glorified during that time that he did it. His name is um, the Pro Rock, Byron Kuhn, the Pro Rock. He was a Filipino Tomb Raider? No, I'm not pure Filipino. He's on my dad's side. What? Yeah. He's half white. Ew. Yeah. Oh, get out. You can't <laughs> be here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he was a European Tomb Raider? Yeah, I think he actually lived in Mexico for a while. I think that was his home He was base. Spanish? Yeah, I didn't believe it at first until I looked into like my ancestry and I looked him up and he has a Wikipedia page. I'm like, holy shit, my dad wasn't full of shit because I used to think he would tell these tall tales about Whoa. his uncle and I was like, you're full of shit. That actually doesn't sound even remotely true so your granduncle was a spanish tomb raider and this guy if he well if his name is what was his name um byron her other uncle is a murderer yeah my other uncle is a murderer you got a a murderer uncle dude i i went to i went to the philippines with her right and she got sick there she had a heart attack i didn't have a heart attack jesus your heart malfunctioned it malfunctioned yeah so she was in the hospital and her uncle who killed her other uncle with machete? Oh my god! Sliced him in half. Broad daylight. In broad Whoa. daylight, he was in prison for how long? Fifteen years 15 only. Years. Yeah. So he gets out, and I found run. I meet him, right? And I love that guy. Sure, he seems like a great guy. <laughs> Honestly, no, sounds dude. Sounds cool. He's a cool dude. Yeah, it sounds like. And that it. guy had it coming. Your other uncle. He knows how to have fun. That's for sure. What did your other uncle do? Um, it was just a money dispute, something really petty, and he thought that warranted a severed spinal cord. Whoa! Yeah, and then when Bobby sees him too, he's, he's like, Bobby sees him, yeah. no, that's what I he act. says. He's like, "Bro, you're my hero." He yeah, yeah. That. Like I, 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 I play into that when I see him. I go, you're a fucking killer, dude. You know what I mean? Like, and he loves it. And he's not a reformed man either. Like, he's still proud of his feats. Wow. The reason why I love Kalila is because of the fact she has all the things racially that i need what's that mean <laughs> okay so she needs i so i've did full-blooded asians before sure like yellow monkeys oh bobby. ones that look like me bobby that's thank you racist for saying that. you well you, on a welcome. podcast it's definitely racist let me say but... something even more descriptive i used to date pan-faced mon- yellow monkeys. oh stop bobby all right why are flat you doing faces. This? so anyway um in fact the reason why there's never an asian um president is because you can't put him on a coin oh my it'll god it'll just be a line oh Bobby. Right. No profile. Just a flat face. Is Ching this chong. material you're doing? Uh, yeah. Right is it working? Now? I don't even know if it's working. But it's okay. Now, can we take another secret? No, but, no, but let me just say one last reason why I like her. Yeah. But, the, so, but then, if, when you, I love dating Asians because they, um, they'll eat anything. My problem with dating white chicks is, is that I would go to a restaurant, like a Korean restaurant. And they're like, sure. I don't want frog's legs. Right. Or they'll go, what is that? Right. And they'll, I'll go, oh, it's, um, the shoulder of a meerkat. Sure. Let's just say. <laughs> sure. And they're like, grouse, I'm not going to eat it. But Asian chicks, they eat it first and then ask, what did I eat? Well, Filipino. <laughs> right? That's why I like. And then I go, oh, shoulder of a meerkat. Oh, it was good. I'm going to, can I have another? Well, Filipino's <laughs> food has the is some of the deepest cuts uh, available. Dude, that's great. That's a great, that's a great, it's a like deep cuts about music, but they yeah. do it with food. No, they got, <laughs> right? I love it. They, they do deep cuts. They yeah. Balut. Like, balut is a deep is no cut. joke. I mean, it's. it's fe- they yeah, feathers. 
and the spine you know and the is? eyes. You know what balut is? No. It's a it's a partially fertilized egg. So I gotta show Kalila. I mean, I have to show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Ew. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an egg. But is it worse than pate? Oh it's the God. worst it's, thing you'll ever see. It's it's, um, and you it. can choose to how far along you want your fetus. Right. So you can have a balut pinoy, which is basically just it tastes like a boiled egg, or you can have a sixteen day, eighteen day, twenty one right. day. You can get balut where it quacks at you, and it's like <laughs> it's like a thuffer and thuck attack. <laughs> Ew. Should we do another? Yeah, let's do another one. All right. So I have a secret to confess. I once jerked off. Oh in God. my car on the highway. Oh, oh my God! That's... All right, my name is Shimmy. Then why does he <laughs> leave their names? First of all, but it's also like... it sounds like he wants attention. I mean, jerking off on the highway—that's just a trick that you do to stay awake on a long road trip. Do you know about I that? I did that once. Yeah. Truckers yeah. do. You did that? Some guy asked me to jerk off when I w- drove home, thinking about him. So. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> he did it. I don't know why I did it. No, that's that's cute. But I heard a thing that truckers do it on the road. They don't want to fall asleep, so they jerk off. But you, the secret is you can't come. Yeah. You come, you're going to bed. You're going to bed. <laughs> night, night. Wow. And I did it once when I had to drive from Burning Man back to Reno in the middle of the night to catch a red eye. And I, and I jerked off. I didn't come. And I, I made it there safe. I'm so. glad you said that because the first time I met Steve Trevino, you uh-huh. know who that is? He was living in Houston. And I was doing a show with him, but I didn't know him. And when he picked me up from the airport, I decided to jerk off in his car. With him there? He was driving. Sure. <laughs> so I was jerking off, and this is a true story, and he pulled over to the side of the freeway. He does not seem like the type that would be into no, it. No, he was not into it. Wait, were he you vomited? Horny? He vomited? He vomited. Then he goes, hey, dude, get out. <laughs> In the middle of the freeway. So were go, you I'll like, did you give him any, any like, Why were you warning? Off? Were you, no. Was it a, a prank or were you horny? I used to do things like that and I realized it's not good to do it. It was a prank. No, I do it to show them how crazy I am. Right, sure. And I'm cra- I'm a weird comic and, you know, I'm eccentric and I do weird shit like that. But he gets, told me to get out of the car. I get out and he just left. <laughs> he left me in the middle of the freeway and I walked five fucking miles. I'm kind of Team Trevino here. Mm-hmm. I do think you. Would... My bad. That was my bad. <laughs> Did you ever do anything like that again? Steve Renazizzi. <laughs> it's all Steve's, huh? Yeah, I, only Steve. Steve. I only do it for Steve. We Steve were doing would a be gig into in Palm it. Springs. No, he goes. I was masturbating. He goes, "Why are you doing that?" And I go, <laughs> "To relax." And he goes, "Well, then listen to some Yanni." <laughs> That's what he said. I don't do that anymore, by the way. It's good. not cool. Good. Seems good. Anyway. If we find a Steve, you'll do it again. Okay, let's do one more call. We're going to call Aislinn in the Bay Area. It's a good song. Hi. Aislinn. Yes, Aislinn, yeah. You can also call me Ace, whatever it's easier. Okay, what kind of name is Aislinn? Uh, It's Gaelic. Uh, It means dream or dream poem. My parents were very creative. Aislinn, you got Natasha Legero here. And Moshe Kasher. And also we have some special guests, Bobby Lee and Kalila. Nice. I love all you guys. Okay, awesome. Well, we love you too. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Tell us what's going on. I'm about 28, um, and I'm trying to move out of my parents' place. And I've been dating this guy, Himanshu, who's very sweet and very kind and very loving. What kind of race is he? Uh, he's Indian. I love it. <laughs> that was Bobby, just uh, so you know. I love it. <laughs> So Hamanshu and you have been dating for how long? Uh, like two or three months. Okay. Mm. Keep not talking. very long. No. But like we dropped like big L words where we have these like in strong, intense feelings. And we both think it might be a good idea to move in together. But I'm not sure if it's too soon. It's especially too soon. like I do like him a lot. It's not like I dislike the It's guy. too soon. <laughs> Why are your but parents putting pressure on you? It's not like it's the turn of the 28 century. 28 years old. Is that old? For, yeah. To be living with your parents, you don't think? Oh, she lives with her parents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's wrong because I, for years, I asked my parents for money, right? But you're also the guy that jerked off in front of two friends. Oh, that's right. I, I give them money and I work two jobs. So I'm, I'm doing a lot, but it's also like the Bay Area is just stupid expensive. Yeah. So like everywhere I look at, like I go on Craigslist every other day and it's like even finding like a, like a bedroom in somebody's house is like 1500 to like... 1600 wow so it's just kind of like and that's not even i think that's like over 40 percent of what i make 
So it's kind of like at a certain point, like it just becomes more financially reasonable to move in with somebody, but it's also like, I know this person and I definitely adore him, but I don't know, know this person. If you weren't living in the Bay Area, like, and money wasn't, I just don't think money is a reason to shack up, really. Unless you're like 19 or 20, like really young and you guys are kind of friends and it, I don't know, it just feels like the relationship's probably not going to sustain itself. Also, when you're, when you're throwing out the L word that really on, it feels like it's really passionate. Right. And they're just, you know, we, we call it an AA called Pink Cloud, where you're just sure. like, the whole life, there's no problems, and this is the greatest. But that dies down so fast. And then when that hits the wall, what do you have? You'll be living with this guy, and you're going to be like, what the fuck, man? I don't, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're still in that honeymoon period, so I understand where you're coming from. Like, there's definitely, like, the fear of, like, especially I've moved in with people even where I've been, like, at a year, and I thought everything was perfect, and I thought, like, oh, this will just make everything more perfect, and it goes to shit. So that's, like, the realistic part of me that's, like, oh, like, you've gone through this before, bitch, you know this. Like, stop kidding yourself where, like, suddenly, like, just because, like, it feels so great and because you're in a honeymoon period, you should jump for it. But it's also, like, oh, it's just frustrating. It's, like, I don't, I feel like I'm backed into a corner. It's like I can either, you know, take a leap of faith with this person that I do adore or I can possibly be homeless. And it's just like scary and real. I have an idea. I think you need to talk to your parents and say, listen, I need six more months in this relationship and save your money and just see where you're at. And meanwhile, put out some feelers because what would be ideal, I think, is to move in with some friends, move into your own situation that's not your parents, and then you guys can still date and see where you're at I love, then. I love this idea. Tell your parents, give me six months. Tell Hamanshu, uh, if we're together in six months, I want to move in with you. Can you stay with your parents for six months? Because if you actually love this guy, which you know I think everybody on this podcast agrees is very doubtful, <laughs> if you actually love this guy, then you don't want to ruin it by adding the pressure of becoming his roommate two months in. You know, he might be some kind of slob that just sits around playing Red Dead Redemption and takes black shits. Yeah. So you just <laughs> just take your time. There's Yeah, the hard part is like, I don't have as many friends that have that kind of availability. Like none of them can really afford even like, it's just frustrating. It's everything so expensive and I make so little. So it's just kind of frustrating to try to find that. But I know what you're talking about. And you're I also definitely... in the most expensive city in the world. So, right. you know, yeah. give yourself a break and also maybe think about like moving somewhere else. Would you, Would your parents let you stay for six months? Um, so I've been with them for about a year <laughs> you, and they kind you, of feel like I need to like make, and I've been looking that whole year at different places and different things um, and different situations. I have a feeling that uh, if, you, if you sit down with your parents, who you've only been with for a year, so you're still getting to know them as well, that if you sit down with your parents and you say, I understand I've been here for too long, I'd like six more months because I'm thinking about moving in with a guy that I met two months ago, and I'm not sure that's the best idea, that they'll give you that extension. That's the best advice. That's very good. Um, they've, they've wanted me to have more of a general plan, so that might be the better approach, especially talking to them from a kind of like, look, we live in one of the most expensive cities in the world. Uh, like, you can't expect me to just be able to, like... You don't have to phrase it like you can't expect me either. You know, you know just like plead with them and ask them and say, I appreciate how generous you've been and, and I really want to make the right decision. And I think they might appreciate that you have a plan because probably their, their whole problem is that like you're not figuring out what you're going to do with your life. Yeah, and if you really love this guy. Yeah, I've been thinking about moving to different cities, like especially Seattle or Chicago, but then that would put even bigger distance and not to like base my life on a guy, but like also to like the move because I have two cats would be a lot for me to like try to move across country with two cats. So it's just like well, that's a debate of kind of like what is the, the best thing for me. I think the best thing for you is to ask your parents if you can stay for six months and see if Hamanshu sticks around that long. And if he does, you guys get yourself an apartment. Right. Maybe this will prove that to them. Well, I'll be able to be like, look, I talked to I talked to a whole panel of people. Yeah, you can play him this podcast and then uh, we can cut out some of the dead air and then it'll be it'll be snappy and punchy and give you exactly what you need to convince your parents to let you stay longer. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like a, it's not an ideal, like, I'm not trying to stay with them. It's the really frustrating thing is I want to be an independent person. I want to be 
out there in the world. And I hope they understand that. Like, it's not like I want to be in the situation. It's just the economics of everything. And especially where I live, it's just insane. I don't understand it. Ace, I was broke until the age of 30. Me too. Dude, I had no money, no career, anything. And then 30 hit and Papa started working. You know what I mean? So you're still very young and... um. Just don't worry about it. Just I think that advice they they gave you is so good. So yeah, do it, Ace. Your Ace is in all of our book. Good luck out there. We know that the economics of the Bay Area are tough, but love is worth waiting for. Good luck, Ace. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, especially coming from you guys. Our Thank pleasure. you. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. All right. We well, let them go. Yeah, let's let our guests go. This has been I. A, a, but honestly, I feel like this it. is the beginning of a new adventure with us. I would like that. Let's, let's all go not, on vacation. Yeah, let's not. I think we should have some cameras and go on a vacation and film everything. I can't believe island. you guys have been to the Philippines so many times. Oh, we love it there. Have you been there? No, no. we'll you come. Fucking love invite it. us. We we'll want to love it. I, I, and you, you know, it's one of the few places um, where um, it's very easy to travel with a child. Yeah, everyone is very um, maternal. Everyone's always willing to help um, when someone has a kid. You can just pass your kid to anybody. Everyone's happy, mm-hmm. which isn't the case for a lot of countries. I hear it's difficult, but um, it's really easy to travel with children there. Well, listen, I feel like you know we we're talking about you and my love, but like I feel like I can taste when I don't know about Hamanchu and Ace, but I can taste when love is like a real positive, good thing, and I can feel that vibrating off of both and you God guys. God bless you and oh, take care. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, God bless you and take care. God bless you and take care of you. Yeah. May you may you find all of the grandma's coffee cakes that you need in life, Bobby. When's Go. the last time you went to a meeting? Oh God, damn! This is a a bad. It's been years of, for me. It's been years for me too. I haven't been in years. I know. Are you still sober? Oh yeah. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Are you sober? I she doesn't rarely drink. drink. No, Maybe like four times. Are you sober, Natasha? Uh, She's no, drinking I wine right now. I have a right bottle now. of wine right here. <laughs> we okay, gotta talk so. about recovery one day. Okay, bring me on your I, podcast. One hundred percent. Oh come on. And I, are, is recovery cool with having seven vapes in your pocket? <laughs> I'm not sure it's completely <laughs> connected, <laughs> but it's close. Bobby, I love Kalila, you. Thank, thank you guys for coming so much. Thank you guys. It.